Thanks for tuning in to your day off podcast, hosted by your boys, Corey and Tony. I think by the end of today, I might have another best friend. They're committed to making you fall in love with the hair industry, one podcast at a time. Uh, you're going to grab a lot of information. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot. Presented by Hair Industry and powered by Schedulicity. Without further ado, should we do? Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Your day off podcast will begin after a word from our sponsors. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Introducing Norm Self-Checkout for All. Do you often find yourself in a tizzy with a credit card reader? Or perhaps tiptoeing around tipping etiquette? Maybe even paying scandalously steep card not present fees? Norm is here to solve it all. Think of Norm as payment simplified. No card reader for you, no wallet for your client. Instead, patrons pay and tip you straight from their phones. Checkout details are carried through the ether by either a text message or QR code. Your client receives a notification and pays with their previously saved card details. All they have to do is add a grand, luxurious gratuity. And all available with one low rate as a part of Schedulicity Pay. Try Norm Self Checkout for All. Safe, secure, and shockingly simple. Find out how using Norm can increase tips, speed up payment, and free you from unreliable card readers all at one low rate. Visit paywithnorm.com. Hello, everyone. My name is Jerry Natuno, and this amazing podcast is brought to you by Schedulicity. Thanks for tuning in to your day off podcast, hosted by your boys, Corey and Tony. I think by the end of today, I might have another best friend. They're committed to making you fall in love with the hair industry, one podcast at a time. Uh, you're going to grab a lot of information. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot. Presented by Hair Industry and powered by Schedulicity. Without further ado, should we do? Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Your day off podcast will begin after a word from our sponsors. Hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey, and of course, I'm sitting with my best friend. Tom, what's up, buddy? What's going on, brother? Man, I am excited about today. Dude, you know, like, how many times have, have we interviewed someone, and then by the end of that interview, you feel like you have a new, close friend? There's no doubt about it. I mean, like, I'm I'm, I'm so uh, tickled to have our guests back because, you know, we've always, like, we said the word idiots, and we just, we're just smart enough to bring the experts on. Well, today we've got an expert. Oh, no doubt. No, no doubt. Today's episode is on how to do a photo shoot on a budget. Yep. And there's nobody better prepared to give you advice on a photo shoot. Yeah, there's no doubt. So uh, so today our, our, we're welcoming back Miss uh, Maggie Mulhern. Maggie Mulhern is a former editor of of, uh, of Modern Salon Magazine and of Aesthetica. But now she's like, she's like doing um, some producing of photo shoots and um, she's she's just amazing, man, you know? Yeah, she's directing, producing, but she's done, she's probably been a part of more photo shoots than any other human being in our industry. 
Yeah, I mean, there's no there, there's no doubt. I mean, I can't. I mean, she would know better than we would because. Um, but she's also not only has she been a part of more photo shoots because she was responsible for just about every photo cover of Modern Salon since like I don't know, like 1982 or something crazy. But not only that, but she's also. She's also, and we're going to, in a future podcast, we're going to do this, but she's also judged more photo contests than anybody else. So, you know, she's, she's both been a part of it and she's seen the best of the best. Right. So to get the, the, the goods from you her know, perspective from, and her, oh yeah. my God. I mean, it, it, I mean, you should be paying for this podcast big time, but it, you know what? It's, it's given to you um, for free. It's given to you. You're right. You know what? We should be charging for this podcast. But that's not what we do. Nope. That's not what <laughs> that's we not do. What we're doing. Nope. That's awesome. Should we bring her in? Yeah. They're definitely, they're definitely you know, don't want to hear us anymore. Miss Maggie Mulhern, uh, welcome back, man. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast again. Oh, you guys, thanks for having me back. That was a real highlight for me the last time we did it. And now I get to hang with you guys again. It's a great day. So uh, thank you for I, having me. Maggie, I can't wait to hang out in, in IRL, as they say. I can't wait to see you and meet you in real life. Yeah, no masks. We're getting better now. <laughs> no, I'm a hugger, yeah. So, I, so you know, but uh, thank you so much for coming in and, and bringing you know this, these valuable lessons and, and techniques to our audience, and and just you know being able to give away this information and, and really help elevate our industry. No, it's 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 actually my honor. And wait, you're saying I'm not getting paid? <laughs> the check is in the mail. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Right. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> That's so if someone's thinking about a photo shoot, I mean, and and you know, and they're on a budget, I mean. Well, what? I mean, let's. I mean, I think we have to qualify it there, right? Like, 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 there's so many photo shoots out there, and like you hear certainly about the Naha ones, and like even when we talk to like some of our friends that have done Naha, just the expense of doing it. Sounds absurd. You know, I know that I know that photographers yeah. are expensive. I know the clothing's expensive. Everyone that we've talked to, you know, they, they, they're like, yeah, the expense is what the big shocker was. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. And um, the dirty little secret is that a lot of these Naha people are sponsored. The brands will come in and um, I'm not saying names, but but I know this one big hairdresser who's won several times. He was given twenty five thousand dollars for to enter Naha for one one um, category. If he wanted to enter another category, they were going to give him another twenty five thousand dollars. And uh, and that's what a lot of people are up against. You know, somebody somebody who's a hairdresser who doesn't have a big budget doesn't know that. And they go in there and like, oh, wow, that person put in a lot of money. And yeah, and maybe twenty five thousand dollars. That's that's a real a regular number. It could be more than that, depending how many models and the model that you select and, you know, the photographer. Well, I mean, I think it's very, very important. We've talked about it on the podcast a few times. I think it's very important that, that that people in the industry, they do contests because I think there's so much to learn from doing a contest or, or to, you know, to put yourself out there like that. I think there's so much to learn that, that, that it only like enriches um, even your experience behind the chair. But at the same time, you're saying 25K. I mean, that's that, that's that's a very, very, very intimidating number for for many, many, many people in our industry. So, oh, yeah, we, well, that's we, why and, we need and to hack that some way. So we brought you in to hack that. I'm, I'm here to hack it because when I did photo shoots for Modern Salon, we obviously didn't have that kind of a budget because we're doing multiple shoots. So there's a thing called editorial versus advertising versus marketing. And all of those have different rates. If you're doing an advertising shoot, that's where the twenty five, thirty thousand $30,000 comes in. Marketing could be a $15,000 photo shoot, but then 
a Maggie Mulhern shoot is, you know, I know how to get those prices down. And that's the information that I'm going to share with you here today. Uh, so That's awesome. Um, yeah. So Maggie, I'm gonna, if, you don't, if you don't mind, if we can kind of like, like, kind of set it up like a, like a, you know, this is, the, this is what we pay for, but this is how we get around it. Do you know what I mean? Like this is where this, this part of the budget's going to, how can we lower that budget number? Okay. So sense? ordinarily the, the biggest part of the budget is the photographer and the model. Sometimes the model is more than the photographer. So what I've done is in, in my case, you know, I started working with, I work with Roberto Legresti a lot and he will charge $25,000 for a shoot himself. Wow. Um, but you know, when he's doing editorial, he comes down on it. Um, I actually do these photo shoots. I told you guys before, well, I'll, I'll bring a bunch of hairdressers in and they each pay $6,000 and then they're getting their own model that they get to pick and the photographer. So that's one way to bring the whole thing down, the whole cost of everything down. But say you don't want to come to New York and do that kind of a photo shoot. Um, what I advise is that you look for a local photographer. And what does that mean? Do you go and just Google local photographer? You can go to art schools, you can go to colleges, you can go to high schools. And there are people out there, men and women who have their own equipment that are ready to launch their own careers. And just because they're new, doesn't mean they're bad. You could have this real diamond in a rough. You, know, you, could, be, you could have the future superstar. Those people all have to get started somewhere. And it's nice that you give this person an opportunity. So I always advise go, go to one of these schools and, and meet the people. You want somebody who's specializing in beauty or fashion. What's interesting is when somebody is a fashion photographer, that usually means the light is on the clothing to make the clothing the hero. You want a photographer who's a beauty photographer who where the lighting is on the hair and the face and the makeup and the nails. And um, it, it's a real expertise. When I first started working with Roberto, he really was a fashion photographer and he morphed into being like the number one beauty photographer out there. So it's something that if you're growing with someone, you help him or her hone skills. You know, you just say, look at, I want the hair to be lit more, you know, don't, don't make the hair um, diminished so that the blazer is, is light. So it's, you can work with somebody new, but I think that's such a great idea to, to start with somebody new and grow with that person. And then you develop loyalty because that person becomes part of your team, but, but don't discount the people who are at schools or even high school, high school, you could get some, somebody magical, Hey, or the teacher in the high school, you know, Hey, Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Uh, you know, do you want a, a gig? And you can even say to that person, um, I will assemble the team. I'll assemble, I'll get a model and a makeup artist and blah, blah, blah. You do it for free. You know, we swap, I'm swapping all the team for the images. So there are ways to work it out. That's brilliant because a lot of times when you say about schools, because even with Facebook, with Zuckerberg and on them, I mean, you know, they've came up with all these creative ideas in school, you know what I mean? And a lot of these apps are created from in school. So these photographers, even though they're in school, they can still have this brilliant creative mind and they can, you know, help you achieve what you're looking for. Yeah. Do you, do you recommend when you're vetting your, um, your, your photographer that, you know, you bring like, you know, what kind of imagery you're looking at and just, just, just to kind of get a feel on, on whether they can, they can achieve that or not? You know, that's a great idea. You know, just bring in the pictures that you love and explain to that person why you love them. And so that again, and a lot of these people starting out, 
think of themselves as fashion photographers. So it's just getting them to see more up here, you know, beauty to seeing, you know, head and shoulders. And that's a really good idea. You know, that this person that you're going to be growing with, that he is seeing it through your eyes, he or she, we'll say he, cause you know, most photographers are male and just say, you know, he's seeing it through your eyes and, uh, and don't forget he will be spending, it's gotta be somebody you like to be with. So you're, you have to like the person, you know, you're spending the entire day with this person. This person is with your team. And, you know, you know, if you have people clashing, that kind of hurts the fo- overall photo shoot. So yeah, spend some time with the person and see if you're going to like, so, you know, is this person a chain smoker? and is smoking on set or has to walk out. I had this one photographer, I worked with him just a couple of times. I'm like, this is just not gonna work. He was a chain smoker, but he didn't allow smoking in his studio. So he would have to go outside for a cigarette every 10, 10, 15 minutes. You know, he'd finish one cigarette and then within within 20 minutes, he was out the door again. So, you know, these are the little things. Spend some time with a person before you bring that person in to, you know, run your shoot. Hey Maggie, before we move forward, you've, you've mentioned team a couple of times. So like, like when you're doing like a, when you're doing like a photo shoot, um, like what does the team consist of? Team is you are, we'll assume these are hairdressers listening. So the, the hairdresser, the photographer, model, makeup artist, fashion stylist, and a nail artist. Oh, wow. I always like to throw in a nail artist, but I, I figured out ways to get around that. So that if you, because that's another thing, either you have a nail artist who wants to do it for free, because then that can be entered into Naha or just for that person to get the experience as well. Um, But the way to work around it, we'll just start there anyway, is um, I always advise that you tell your model, come with your nails done. They don't always listen. (laughs) Always have with you or have the makeup artist bring those press on nails or the smart thing to do is bring a pair of gloves. Oh, that's genius. There's a budget. There's a budget hack, right? Yeah, that's a budget. Just always have several pairs of gloves in your own kit that you can use for a model. Because if you have a model who say you don't like what's going on down here on her chin. And again, I told you guys before I I started off as a large size model and a lot of the women had double chins and this was a big look all the time because they're hiding it. (laughs) So you want to make sure if she doesn't have the right nails, she has a glove on. Because this is a great way, and it makes a model, if you're starting with a new model, because we can get into how to find a good model, it's a way to make a model comfortable. You know, just have her be able to play with her face. And, you know, they're little hacks that it's always, um, you know, when you're directing her, and if you're the hairdresser and you're setting up a photo shoot, you're pretty much directing it. Everything is gentle. You know, you don't want her like, <laughs> you know, putting dents in her face. It's even funny when you're shooting farther away. If she puts her hands in her pockets, always gentle. You don't want big knuckles bulging out. So, those, so, so let's talk about the model. Um, the model, if you have a local model school, um, you can always get models from there. And again, they'll swap for the pictures. They'll do it for free for the pictures. Um, there's a thing called street casting, where you actually go out and you find a model um, out on the street. And I remember I I was at a donut store, of course, and this, <laughs> the, the woman serving the donuts was just so beautiful. And I couldn't take my eyes off of her. And she was four foot 11, but who cares? Right. Um, and I said, have you ever thought of modeling? And she's like, you know, what are you talking about? And I ended up, she ended up on our cover, but that's the thing. Don't always look for the skyscraper. She's four foot 11, but you're only shooting here. So who cares? Who can tell? What you want to look for is a long neck. 
So she can be a shorter model with a long neck because for a hairdresser, especially it's where the hair falls. You know, if you want to do a bob or short hair, it just makes everything look better. So that's street casting. You can get great models anywhere, but you might want to want to make sure that they're going to be comfortable doing it because there was another model. I did a little street casting that wasn't a success because the model, when she got on set, she was like, so terrified, you know, you could see it. So we ended up putting sunglasses on her and, you know, gloves and asking her to pose, you know, these kinds of ways. So it was just, wasn't so direct on because she was freaking out. You know, once some, some people, once they get on the set and they see the lights and everybody's staring at them. So you have to kind of be careful with street casting. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but if you're just getting started, you know, maybe have a shoot and have a couple models come in a couple street cast models. You can find models in your salon. Um, as you guys know, most hairdressers are very attractive and you can use some in, from inside your own salon. You we, know, somebody we, else. Mm-hmm. Years ago when we were doing photo shows, I know we got a lot of, like we have a lot of, you know, we live in right outside of DC. So we have tons of colleges around, you know, we, I don't know. There's like 15 colleges, you know, in the DC area. And we always had great luck with, uh, with uh, like college um, uh, casting. Yeah. And you know what, ever since all those shows, the model shows, it's, it's easier to get models. I just remember when I did the donut girl, she, uh, there weren't (laughs) models. (laughs) And that's what I called her. I I do not remember her name. I couldn't remember her name on set, but you know, behind the scenes were like, is the donut girl working out? And the answer was, yes, she was. But, but you know, since all these model shows, you know, I have, I have daughters and I just remember when all the shows were going on, I would walk in and I would see them in the mirror you know, they were learning how to pose because it's what they saw on TV. So, so you can street cast. And, and the other thing is you can uh, negotiate. If there is a local agency, you can negotiate with them. You'll call them and they'll say, oh yes, she's $2,000 a day. And you say, well, that's not going to work. Um, What you say is uh, I will give her pictures. She will have pictures for her portfolio and they'll say, okay, she'll do it for a thousand dollars. And just say, then you say, all right, who else do you have? Do you have anybody else? And they're like, okay, we'll give it to you for $500. Do you know what I'm saying? They want the girl to get work. She wants the work. And there's also, um, there's Swipecast. There's all these uh, apps right now to find models and you negotiate with them directly. And believe me, these women want to work. There isn't that much work unless you're at, you know, one of the, Kardashians or the, um, you know, who are the, who are the big models right now? They're getting tons of work, but then the rest of them aren't getting so much work. So they're willing to negotiate. They'll do it to get their hair done. You know, I'm going to be coloring your hair. Is model mayhem still a thing? Model mayhem still around. Um, there's a, there's mega flash, which is, I use them a lot. Uh, the guy who owns it is named Winston and he will negotiate with his models. He has a lot of hair models and uh, mega flash. He's based in Florida, but he's got a ton of models in California, a ton of models in New York. I use him frequently, but there's swipe cast model mayhem. Yeah. Th- there's all those things out there and you can negotiate directly with the model. She wants the work. That's, that's awesome. But make sure she knows what you're doing. You know, if you're right. going to use it for an ad, she has to know that. If you're using it to enter a competition, she has to know. Don't, don't play around with that kind of stuff. Just say, oh, I'm just doing it for my portfolio. And then you end up using it as an ad. She could come back and sue you. Um, oh, it would not hurt to have a little uh, something that, that you either have her sign, just saying, you know, you're getting your hair done for swapping out for pictures or 
you know, ideally get her to say it on camera, you know, interview her and just say, you know, that we're doing this for such and such salon to enter Naha, or, you know, you're doing this for such and such a salon. And then she knows she's done it on video. If you end up on judge Judy, you can say, here's the video (laughs) and you win the case. (laughs) (laughs) That's good advice. That's hilarious. That's true. It is true. true. That's why we set this podcast up saying nobody's getting paid, you know, so if Maggie (laughs) tries to sue us, you know, we, uh, that's right. Yeah. I heard you. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then another magical thing that we use, even with the pros is I always say, have a fan because a fan brings, if you get, you get this model, she's fabulous, fabulous. And then she gets on set. She's new and she freezes. You put that fan on her and that brings people to life. And the fan we often use, it's a leaf blower on low. (laughs) Once we put it on high, it's like almost blew her off the set. But you put a leaf blower on high or you have. um, On low, on low. On on low, yeah. No, put it on high. (laughs) (laughs) On low, you can have um, like Orbe. Every time I shot with Orbe, he ordered these big, huge fans. I can't remember the name of them. He insisted on having two on set and he'd walk around with them. They they roll around on the ground and he would, it was pointing them up and pointing them down. It was just so great the way he worked with these. I think he just liked to have them and he would occasionally point them at the model. But there's also a big board, a big uh, cardboard that you go like this and it, um, it fans the hair, but that really brings the model into it. It makes her feel better. It makes the hair look cool. Unless you have like a, a really tight chignon where you don't want that, unless you've left little little face frames around that you want them blowing. But you'll see a lot of the most magical shots have fans are, and you can use a blow dryer on low or high if you're not liking her <laughs> <laughs> on high heat and <laughs> really blast her. But that it just gets the hair to move. It makes her feel more like a model. And again, these are all uh, tips and tricks for if you're using a new model. Oh, that's great. That's awesome stuff. Yeah. Right. I right okay. now, I, I, I don't think I've, I, the most money I spent was on the uh, leaf blower. <laughs> right? That's it, right. And you're going to use that again. And again. The one yeah. we use, I think it's called Ma- Marek or Makita. 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 Is it blue? Yes, I knew. I knew. That's it. Makita. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's one. Most photographers have that. I worked with this one one hairdresser who came out with, he was from Japan and he walked out with this fan, like literally, you know, one of those fans you open up and go like this with it. The thing had to be six feet wide once he opened it up. And I was like, I've never seen anything like that. I'm like, where did you get that? And he said, so I think it was some kind of a prop, but he used it on his models and it created because, you know, the intensity of the fan was coming from the center and then just off to the sides. It was the coolest thing. And he walked around with this big giant fan, but you can use anything to fan the hair. And that's really just, a, you know, a great thing for for everyone even for the model and for you to feel like a pro and by the way somebody asked me once i um it was a brand new hairdresser doing a photo shoot and i said here's here's the leaf blower and he said you want me to do that i'm like dude it's your hair you know it's your you know your name's going on this hair you want you want me to do it (laughs) i told you guys i don't know what i'm doing with hair i'm like this is really you can either have your assistant do it you can ask us to do it and then we keep an eye on it but um it really is the responsibility of the hairdresser to utilize the fan or the blower or the cardboard the board. You know, I'm so glad you explained that because um when you said that um you know have the hairdresser and have fan or have the model and have fans, I thought she meant like the model's entourage. I thought like uh. like all her <laughs> entourage is gonna come in and like you know like you cheer know. her up. I would say that works, but guess what? Does not. It makes her even more uncomfortable. And oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Don't let her mother come in. 
Oh, you know, unless yeah. she's 12, um, they then they start performing for the mother. And then even worse, the mother's like, you know, her other side is her better side. Or it's like if uh, you have to have she's a minor and you have to have the mother come in, say um, this is what because I've had to deal with that. You have her sit in the adjacent room or somewhere nearby where she, the girl, the model cannot see her because it freaks everybody out. So you have the mother off to the side and you just say we're. We're trying to make this a good experience for her. And we know she's a little nervous around you. So we want you nearby, but not where you can see or hear her. And 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 thank you for for interjecting. <laughs> yeah, we've had problems with mothers before. And by that, I mean me. I... <laughs> I remember when I went, my, my daughter was actually doing a photo shoot. And of course I had to be there. And of course, you know, I'm a producer and art director. So of course I had to, and they didn't ask me to leave, but they did it. <laughs> hey Maggie, hush over there. We got this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lady, why are you here? Yeah, hey lady, a- there's an adjacent room over there. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I want um, everybody to save on uh, another, we hire at the, best fashion stylist. Rod Naveau is my favorite fashion stylist. And he will go shop all the showrooms and then he goes and gets these high-end things and very expensive stuff. And it's amazing stuff that he comes up in with. But you know what? You don't need that. Sometimes, again, hairdressers are like the coolest people in the world, as you guys know. And look how you're dressed. You are in the height of fashion. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we we frequently borrow what the hairdressers wear. We'll we'll do that. Somebody's wearing cool earrings. Somebody's wearing a cool jacket. Um, again, always have those gloves in your kit and the hairdressers' kit and sunglasses. Bring in a couple different pairs of sunglasses because again, if the model's freaking out or you don't like the makeup, you know, if your makeup artist has done something that you don't necessarily like, sunglasses are just you know they have saved the day many many times. So those are good things for you to keep in your kit. So always shop your own wardrobe. Uh, even though I have Rod come to my photo shoots, I still bring stuff from my own wardrobe. If I hear that the hairdresser wants everything all edgy and black and aggressive, I may not necessarily have edgy stuff, but I do have the black. So I will bring some of my own stuff to support it. Plus it's also, it's it's more impressive to everyone if there's so much to choose from back there. Always have accessories. Sometimes people forget about earrings and necklaces and just always have those kinds of things. And again, you can shop your own wardrobe or if you're lucky enough to get somebody like Rod, you know, who does, um, who knows the value of the high-end designers, but also will go to H&M and get cool things from H&M. That's really kind of fun when things are mixed up and it's not such a snooty shoot, you know, it's how real people are. Most real people are that it's mixed up. That's awesome. And so uh, where do you, um, where do you find your makeup artist? So the makeup artist, um, again, you could go to the local beauty school. Everybody, every every hairdresser must know makeup artists. Um, I But we've been burned by makeup artists in the past. People who are just trying to make a statement and maybe you don't want for your shoot, you're doing something natural and and um, subtle and your makeup artist <laughs> wants to make a statement. So you really have to work with somebody that you trust. And again, you can go to the local beauty schools, you can shop around in your you know, other salons. Every, every town has a makeup artist. And again, it has to be somebody that you uh, will fit into your team, somebody that you like working with. I'll tell you what the biggest thing is for me, um, I'm producing a shoot in LA and as I'm looking for the right makeup artist, my biggest thing is time. 
I had one makeup artist who I just loved, 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 but he was never less than an hour and a half doing the makeup. Never less than an hour and a half. By then the hair has fallen down. Everybody's everybody's in the back room doing this. You know, everybody is like, oh my God. Um, you, you want somebody who is able to execute a beautiful makeup to your liking that can do it within an hour. An hour is a decent amount of time. And if you have multiple models, you know, sometimes if you have more than three, um, a makeup artist should be able to do three models. But if you have more than three models, that makeup artist, you either need two makeup artists or a makeup artist and assistant. And again, swap it out. We are going to give you these images, these professional images for your own portfolio, for your own social media. Um, if, you know, in exchange for you doing the work for the day. And a lot of people will do that because a lot of people are in it for the same thing. You know, right. Maggie, as you're talking, I'm kind of thinking like, you know, make this a long track too. like, like create this team. Cause you might not like the makeup artist. So on the next shoot, you might need a different makeup artist or you might not like the photographer, you know, kind of have this, have in mind that like, you want to do this multiple, multiple times. This isn't like a, this isn't like a one-off, right? It's, 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 you know, let's, let's think, where are we going to be in three years? Where are we going to be in four years? And do you also like, if you're a hairstylist, do you recommend, and I don't mean to put words in your mouth, but, but do you recommend like planning a photo shoot at least once a year? or a couple times a year? Um, I would just to get your creative, keep your creative juices flowing. I do it at least twice a year. If you're a salon owner, I would say to your staff, whoever sells the most retail um, in, in from between January and March, I'm giving you a free photo shoot or the, the top three people. You know, I'm having a photographer come in in April, whoever sells the most retail between now and March. The, the, you, you are the three people who I'm going to be doing a photo shoot with. You know, just make it kind of an incentive within the salon. Uh, I, but I, I, every hairdresser I speak to, they get so much out of photo shoots because it's the kind of stuff if they're doing in the salon just gray retouches or, you know, something that, that they're just really bored from hairdressers that I work with just, this is their time to do what they want to do in the studio. You know, this is the time where they get to do either avant-garde stuff or just really beautiful blowouts that they're going to blow up and put at their station so that when they're with a client, that hairdresser gets to say, yeah, I was in New York shooting that. Yeah. that was <laughs> or, you know, Yeah. They don't, they don't have to know that, you know, what it was for. That's awesome. So it's, it's such a great, it's very stimulating and exciting. And it's not only exciting for you, even if it turns out to be a disaster, at least you did it and you learned from it. You learn from the disaster, you learn from the mistake, but it's also good to talk about to your client, Oh, I'm doing a shoot this weekend. And it, you know, I've, I've had real people say to me, you know, Oh, my hairdresser um, had, I had to cancel with me because he had a big shoot this weekend. And I'm like, you know, I know what that could be. <laughs> but whatever it, it, it excites the client and it makes the client feel better about you as yeah, yeah. as um you know their their beauty professional it, it makes you know, it, it lets them put on their fancy pants a little bit right like oh yeah. my, my hairdresser's so fancy he's in new york doing a photo no and, and that means a lot to hairdressers because i mean to, to the clientele because i again i've had real people say that to me and they say, well do you know my hairdresser his name is blank because he did a photo shoot i'm like uh, okay <laughs> you know, no. <laughs> um, and then and then my last thing, unless you have other questions, is food. Um, this is something I used to do at Modern. Um, I would start shoots maybe mid-morning. You know, maybe we'll start at 10, 1030. And it's like, you guys have your own breakfast. You know, we're going to be having lunch. So, you know, we're serving lunch. You know, if if you don't, because um, I'm again, I'm working on a budget for this thing I'm I'm doing um, in LA, and I'm shocked at how much they're charging for the breakfast. 
So you eliminate the breakfast. Yeah, you have your coffee, tea, a couple of those bars so that people aren't passing out in case they didn't do breakfast. But that's just a way to do it. And then you can have Panera bread. You can order in for Ch- from Chipotle. I'm saying that because those are the two I go to. <laughs> 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 I love them. Oh, I love Chipotle. And Panera bread is there's always something for everybody. I love Panera. And, you know, and it's affordable. So Dude, have, you had, have you had the cinnamon crunch like bagel at, at Panera? Uh, I'm gluten-free and not because I'm a fancy girl. I'm gluten-free because I have celiac. Don't tell me about that. That is, that, that is, um, I'm Tony, kind of- have you had the cinnamon crunch uh, bagel? <laughs> I think you ordered it for me once and it was fabulous. It was amazing. I'm so glad I don't have celiacs. Yeah. I gotta tell you, you know, I miss Cinnabons more than anything. Yeah, I'm no from real Cinnabon. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I go there and I live vicariously. I'll get a mocha lot of chill. In fact, I, that's where I'm going after this. I'm going for a mocha lot of chill. We just had a Chipotle open up in our neighborhood. That's it, right? <gasps> exactly. And we live in the country. Yeah. So that's a big deal. Yeah. That is a big deal. It is a really big deal. So, Maggie, before we wrap up here, do you have any other uh, secrets or whatever to, uh, to, to, to throw out there? Any other budget saving? Don't well, make out no. your credit card. You know, location is always, you don't have to do a huge studio. You know, I've done everything from shooting at Pier 59 in New York to to, um, Milk Studios in LA. Those are big budget locations. You can shoot on the street, you know, if it's a nice day or just all you need is a backdrop. All you need is what you guys have back there. You know, you have a blondes look great on a black backdrop and the black, I, I needed a black backdrop for something. I went into Target and I got a black tablecloth. And just hung it from something and it was perfect so you know you don't have to spend a lot of money on backdrops which is the big shoots the twenty five thousand dollars shoots they're renting backdrops they're right. renting you know for four hundred to a thousand dollars they're renting those backdrops but you don't need that uh, you know especially entering competitions you know you just um you know it can be clean then you take her out to the street oh here's a good tip in places like new york you have to have permits to shoot on the street so I hope no police are listening. So what we would do is, for example, we were in um, uh, down by the South Street Seaport, and I know you need a permit. So what we do is we start shooting. Then we see the policeman come over. And the whole thing is Maggie goes up to the policeman. And while Roberto's still shooting, I'm like, wait, we're not allowed to shoot here? Where do I go for the permit? And meanwhile... You know, he's knocking off 100 shots. Right, 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 right. So, you know, you speak really slow, you act really stupid, and you just, you know, by the time I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, officer, we will leave. And meanwhile, you know, we're done. <laughs> we're done anyway. Nice. That may or may not happen in real life. Right. <laughs> I know. I mean, especially hypo- in New York, you know, it's hypothetically uh, speaking, Maggie. Uh, that's awesome mag thank you so much can you um can you tell people how they can find you or or, uh you know if you have anything to promote or talk about or okay so so you can follow me on instagram it's maggie m-a-g-g-i-e underscore mulhern m-u-l-h-e-r-n i'm at maggiemulhern.com and i run a production um and um i'm a producer and art director i will set up shoots for you i'm setting up shoots for brands and I love, love, love setting up shoots for hairdressers. And uh, I have this thing called Onset Artist, which is so cool, where I bring in four hairdressers. They each pay $6,000. You get the model of your choice. Robert, you get the top team. You get the $25,000 team. But because we're doing it collectively, it's fantastic that everybody, they stimulate each other. They learn from each other. It's so great. 
And you can DM me on Maggie underscore Mulhern. I check my DMs. So, you know, I'm going to be setting up another one in the fall. I don't know when this is running, but um, I'm trying to set up twice a year so that people can get their Naha entries in or getting a collection together or something to enter into a competition. But it's a really cool thing. All right. Since you've, since you've judged so many contests, please promise me that you're going to come back and do one on how to win a Photoshop photo, uh, photo contest. Oh, I will. I've got all the inside secrets on that one. I have great insider info on that one. And um, I'm, again, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to share with your audience. I'm so honored to be working with you guys because I just love you. And by working, I mean doing it for free and having fun. (laughs) (laughs) The best kind of work. (laughs) It is. You know, and, and I'm so happy to share with the industry that I love that I want everyone to be his or her best. That's awesome. Well, we're huge fans. We love you. And we just really, really thank you from, from, from the bottom of our hearts. Really. Yeah. Maggie, Again, thank you thank for you hanging for out. And, uh, and, you know, th- thank you for spending uh, your day off with us. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, share it with friends. Give us a rating and drop a review. To listen to all the latest podcasts, please subscribe from your favorite podcast outlet. And to stay connected on and off the show, you can follow us at Hairdistry on Instagram and all other social media platforms. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Peace and love.